We're going to start our new service this morning. Our new series is Forgiveness February. So we're going to talk about forgiveness. And for those who are struggling with forgiving somebody, we're going to tell you the how, the why, the when and the where of who to forgive, how to forgive them, when to forgive them and why to forgive them. And so we can help people break those milestones in your life. I think unforgiveness is such a huge thing that holds so many Christians back in their experiencing of God. All right, the second thing or the third thing or whatever number I'm up to, we have got some amazing contestants this morning that are going to come up because Monica is going to come out. Where's the beautiful Monica? Put your hands together for Monica, our kids leader. And I am going to hand over to the fabulous, fantastic Monica. You're looking for a microphone. Microphone people, can we have a microphone up here somewhere? If you had a microphone, where would you look? Come on, look at this. Here it goes. Woo! And then after all of that, man, what a treat you're in for after all of that. We are going to baptise one of our saints in the household today who's made a decision to follow Jesus. So I'm going to hand over to Monica. Here okay. we go, Mon. Good morning, guys. Are you guys ready for a fantastic morning? Woo! righty. Now, I'm so glad you talked about forgiveness because hopefully people do forgive me after what's going to happen this morning. <laughs> but in the last couple of weeks, all of January, in kids in JC Kids, our kids have been getting to know each other, getting to know our leaders by writing letters to each other. They've been, because a lot of us don't always get to see each other throughout the week, so we thought, why not, let's like write letters. Now, kids write letters to leaders, but unfortunately, somewhere along the line, some of those kids didn't get any letters written back to them by those leaders. So, yeah, no good guys, no good. Now, to be able to give those uh, kids a bit of a chance to kind of bit of a payback to them, we're going to give those kids a chance to slime those leaders. Who's ready for it? Now, our first leader that did not write back is a lovely lady. She has, um, she she's also just joined our team this past year, and she is a little bit embarrassed because fortunately she just forgot, she ran out of time. Please give your hand a round of applause to Amelia. Our next leader being slimed is a wonderful dad in the house. Can you please give your hands welcome to Sean Bennett. (laughs) I love that he's all prepared. Please come and have a seat, guys. Come and have a seat in the in the pool of shame. <laughs> Our last leader, please give a warm welcome to Dan Bolson. <laughs> hey, Amelia, how are you feeling? Was that sarcasm? Yes. Sean, have you set a good example for your boys, do you think? Yes. (laughs) And Dan, what do you have to say for yourself? I can't write. Make us feel bad. All right. Who wants to know who, who? Show up, hands, kids, if you actually want to come and slime some people up here. Who's ready? All right, Vinny, come up. Uh, Ruby, come up. 
Who else? Hands, hands right nice and high for you and it slimes some leaders here. All right, Lewis, Angus, Liam. Oh, yep. Yep, come up. Some youth. Any youth in the house? Courtney? How many we got here? All right. Now, we're going to have to be really careful here. All right. I'm going to just put this to the side. We're going to have two people per bucket and each person gets one bucket. All right. Can I get Ruby and Lewis to share? You're going to slime Liam. Vinny and Ollie, you two can slime your dad. All right. All right. So you guys are going to share this one. All right, get your cameras ready because this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. It ain't happening again. All right. Lewis and Ruby. Ewan, thank you for joining us today. You guys get this bucket here, all right? So if you can, lift it up together. Just give it a test run. Don't pour it yet. Just give it a test run. Does it feel heavy? All right. You might need to actually step inside here. We might need to do this one at a time. So Ruby, if you hold the bucket while Lewis steps in. Great. All right. Who loves church already? This is awesome. Sorry. Mum, I got you covered. Lewis, you need to take your shoes off, mate. <laughs> All right. If you're coming in the pool, shoes are off. All right. I'll, I'll hold this for you. You would hold that one? All right. I might actually get you guys to shovel back. The point is to punish leaders, not kids, right? <laughs> shovel back a little bit more, Amelia. Awesome. All right. What you're going to do on the countdown from three, you're going to share that bucket. Ollie and Vinny, you're going to share the middle bucket. And Courtney, if you want to help out Liam and Angus, that'd be great. And you're, we're all going to do this together, but I need you guys to help me count down. Are you ready? All right. Now, let's just give a test run. Is it heavy? All right. Are you ready? Countdown from three. Three, three two, one. Here we go. How good is that? <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hey, Lewis. Lewis, come here. How did it feel to slime someone? Happy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for helping. Give, us, give a round of applause to our wonderful kids. You can go back. All right. Now, now these guys are going to stay here today because they are a living sermon illustration, right? I don't know whether you realise that, but they are a living sermon illustration because... As, as we go through life, I kind of was thinking about this through the week. As you go through life, this is what it feels like, isn't it? Don't you just sometimes feel like you have been slimed? Don't you feel like sometimes because of something you did or didn't do? Like, my gosh, can you stop playing with the slime and keep away from me? <laughs> All right, Monica, maybe I should have explained that when I'm preaching, they need to sit very still like statues. Oh, you guys are in kids' church. Who wants to play statues? Go. Statues. Statues. Sleeping tigers, maybe. Who wants to play? No, I'm just kidding. You know what, church? As I was thinking about this, so I thought, 
this is sometimes like real life. Well, this is actually real life and, and it is just like that. But, but I was pondering this through the week and I thought it's just like that for real life. Sometimes people just get so upset with us that they want to just take their bucket of yuck and tip it all over us for no real good reason. Like they just tip their yuck all over us and it's like just awful. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's just a little bit of yuck, isn't it? Sometimes because of what you did or you didn't do, somebody decides, I'm just going to tip a little bit of yuck over you. Sometimes, sometimes it's just their perception of what you should or shouldn't have done. You know, you should have done this and you didn't have a bit of yuck. Or, or, Or sometimes it's like you didn't, Sometimes you didn't get picked for the sporting event you wanted to get picked for, so it's like, I'll have a little bit more yuck. Sometimes, like, you've been shamed or embarrassed by your family, so you have a whole heap more yuck on you, you know? It's like... And I guess I'm going to get Sam and I'm going to get Dan to come up at this point, because the truth is, every one of us... sometimes, Sometimes people are carrying yuck because they've been carrying their bucket for too long. Sometimes the yuck that you get... I'm just going to get you to hold a bucket now, but you're not allowed to slime anybody, okay? I'm going to give it to... I don't trust any of them, really. I'm just going to put it there for an illustration. Like, but you know, the truth is sometimes, you know, when you go through life, you're not, only, you're not only the person who's getting covered in slime, but sometimes you're the guy picking the slime up, aren't you? Sometimes as you go through life, it's like somebody says something, your bucket gets a bit fuller. They offend you, your bucket gets a little bit fuller. Sometimes it just gets so heavy and so weighted. And then they do this tiniest little thing and bam, you're just sliming all over. I just really want to keep sliming you, right? Like, So the question before us this morning isn't if you're going to get slimed. Put your hand up here if you've ever been hurt, ever been offended. Put your hand up if you've ever hurt someone, ever offended someone. Can you just, can we keep our hands up and just look around for a moment? Because all of us have both been slimed and slimed somebody, haven't we? This is why forgiveness so matters in a house and in Christianity, because all of us have both been recipients Wait, one more. Still a little bit left. We've all been recipients of slime. And we've all... (laughs) And we... No, no. No, Sean. No, Sean. Give me the bucket back, Sean. Give me the bucket back, Sean. Yeah! Okay, okay. Um, Monica, Monica, this isn't going like we planned, Monica. We had a discussion about this. And uh, anyway, yeah, thank you, Samuel. Oh, oh, bro. Right, right. Pastor Phil's going to be. Let's just pray. Dear Lord, oh, dear Lord, seriously. Sometimes when we've been slimed, we want to slime back. <laughs> Sometimes when we've been hurt, we want to hurt back. And I feel like it's at this moment we have these opportunities, don't we? On one side, we have this person and he's like, where's the bucket? Don't give it to them, Dan. I'm just telling you, okay. But he's like, you know, here, slime them back. And he's like, stab them, kill them, do something about it. Make sure they don't get away with that. And you have that little thought going through your mind like, man, if he's sliming me, if he's letting me be slimed, I'm sliming him back. Has anyone ever had that experience? And then on the other side, we have Jesus. (laughs) 
Yeah, you're Jesus. I know. He forgot his white shirt. So we have, we have Jesus. And Jesus has a whole different concept, doesn't he? Because Jesus says, look, there's a better way. There's a better way. You know, this thought and this whole sermon series was, was birthed out of a couple in 2020 that lost their children by a drug driver. Drove down the road and killed their kids. I don't know about you, but that is a seriously heavy bucket of slime to be carrying, isn't it? You imagine as a parent, somebody does that to your child, to your friend, to your family member. That is a lot of slime. And right there in that moment, because sometimes we go, oh, if it's only a little bit of slime, it doesn't matter. But can I say, it, it does matter, doesn't it? it? Even a little bit of slime seems to make a whole lot of mess. And a little bit of slime makes you want to slime somebody back. And you have a choice. And this is what I'm going to unpack over the next month. You have a choice whose hand you're going to hold, whose voice you're going to listen to, who you're going to partner yourself with. And on one side, you've got this guy. We're going to call him Satan. Say, no, don't say it. Don't, don't say it. <laughs> Poor Dan. They'll never look at you the same way again, will they? But on one side, you have this guy. And he's doing... He's holding out his hand and he's saying, come with me. You're going to follow me and we're going to get vengeance. Follow me because I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get more slime than they put on you. We're going to put it on them. We're going to make them so hurt because of the hurt they put on you. And if I'm being honest, I've followed him before. And on the other side, we have Jesus. And he says, would you follow me? And this morning, I'm going to unpack a little bit of Hebrew for you. We're going to put it up on some PowerPoint slides. We're going to unpack and show you, because the question that I really want to ask you this morning is whose hand? Whose hand are you going to hold? At this junction in your life, and all of us put our hand up and said, we've all been in that position. And I'm going to try and unpack this over the next month. But at this junction in your life, you have a choice. You have a hand that's reaching out to you, to them. And no, don't take his hand. <laughs> Why are you taking it? Boy, don't take it. I mean, that's just, you can see it, can't you? She's just sit for a minute. You haven't made a decision yet. Whose hand are you going to hold? Look to the other side, Amelia. That's a better choice. I'm going to put up some PowerPoints for you. The first PowerPoint I want to put up. Can we sit still? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's... The first PowerPoint I want to put up is a Hebrew word for hand. Everyone put your hand up. Everyone say Yad. Your hand is Yad. It's a question whose hand you're going to hold. Who are you going to extend your hand to? And can, can we go a little bit further? The second PowerPoint for the word to know someone is Yada. It's an extension of the hand. It's where you go, I want to know, not you. Definitely not you. But I want to know you. And I want to be led by you. And I want to be guided by you. I want to know you. It's a choice whose hand you're going to hold at that moment in life. At that juncture in life, and we know that juncture is going to come to every single person. And you have a choice whose hand you're going to hold. 
It's like a handshake. You reach out your hand to know that person. You reach out your hand to greet that person. You reach out your hand to hold that person. Maybe you've heard the expression, taking a hand in marriage. It's because that word yada is to know, but it's not just to know as in I know something or know somebody. It's to know intimately. And the reason is that the ancients believed that your heart was in your hand and that when you reached out your hand, you were reaching out your heart to somebody else to take their hand and their heart. As in, take my hand in marriage. Walk with me through this life. When you joined hands with somebody, you were sharing their heartbeat. You're sharing, you are knowing them intimately and personally. And I want to put up the third hand because the third one is Yadidad. And it literally means hand in hand. Can I go a bit further? It also means beloved friend. So when you take somebody's hand in marriage, when you take your friend's hand, anyone heard the expression, you hold my heart in the palm of your hand? Your names are written in the palm of God's hand. Why? Because he's reaching out his hand to you. That word is yidad. It means beloved friend, the nearness of the heart. See, the person whose hand you hold, that's who you become friends with. When you reach out your hand to take their hand, you're connecting your heart to their heart. You're connecting your motive to their motive. So the question when you're slimed is whose hand Is Amelia still playing with slime? Kylie, can you tell Amelia to sit still, please? I'm dobbing. The question is, whose hand are you going to hold? Can I go a bit further? It goes even further. I love this. Can we go to the next slide? The word hand is spelt yod daleth. I know you're going to be like blown away by this, but just go with me for a minute. Rabbi Jen Balaam says this, that all of Hebrew is sealed in numeric values. And, and the numerics of one word coincide and correlate to the numerics of another word. So we're going to take this. The word hand is Yod and Daleth. And it equals 14. Yeah, you, you get that. Sam, I need you to come over here. I don't want to touch his hand. Oh, come on. No, just for the sake of the illustration, I'm not. I love you. Can we go to the next slide? Because if... One hand is 14, then two hands are... Who's, who's good at... Thank you, Lisa. That's why you're our bookkeeper. You're just good at math. If one hand is 14, then two hands are what? If one hand is 14, then two hands you did add is 28. It's so powerful. This is so, You're going to be blown away by this. Can I go to the next slide? If one hand is 14 and two hands are 28, can I give you the third word? It's kosher. Do you know what culture means? It means strength. And the value of the word strength is also, everyone say it, 28. If one hand is 14 and two hands are 28, it also means that when you join your hands with somebody else, you don't only have brotherly affection, you have great strength. Everyone say, you have great. One more time. You have great strength. Who you choose to hold hands with is who you choose will strengthen you. And you can either be strengthened, you need to go to the other side now. You can either be strengthened by this one or by that one. 
who you choose to reach out with and join yourself to in the motive and in the moment when you've been slimed is who you're going to be strengthened by. And in one sense, and could you see how the Hebrew works? You move from hand to knowing because you connect hands. You move from knowing to brotherly affection. You move from brotherly affection. Yuck. You move from brotherly affection to great strength by who you join yourself with. (laughs) They're not good at this, are they? No, I don't think so. I want to point that out to you this morning because it's the beginning of our sermon series. One hand. 14. Two hands of brotherly love. Two hands of 28. Two hands also equal strength. And who you reach out to in that moment in your life when you've been slimed (laughs) is who you can strengthen and who you can be strengthened by. It's who you can reach out to and help out of that can reach out to thanks, Dan. The question that's before you this morning, and, and I want to just share this briefly. I think it's a great seed to be sown as we start this series. Whose hand are you holding? In those moments of life where you feel like somebody's put slime on you, whether you deserved it or didn't deserve it, can I say that's irrelevant, isn't it? It's irrelevant, isn't it? Whether you deserved it, whether you, I'm using this, whether you wrote the letter to them or you didn't write the letter, whether you made the phone call or you didn't make the phone call, it doesn't matter what you did. The minute you feel slime, don't you feel like a sense of injustice upon you? No one gets slimed and goes, oh, that's what I needed. And the moment that you get that slime, in the moment you get hurt, in the moment you get offended, in the moment somebody justly or unjustly tips their bucket of garbage over you, you have a choice to make in that split second. Whose hand am I going to hold? Whose hand am I going to hold to pull me out of this? And if you think Satan is going to strengthen you, you will hold his hand. If you think revenge and getting even is somehow going to strengthen you, you will hold his hand. But if you think Christ has a better plan, you'll hold his hand. Vengeance is so easy, isn't it? It's almost as though sometimes you can feel that because our flesh rises up. And when you've been hurt, when you've been offended, that part inside you, that fleshy part, so wants to grab that hand, doesn't it? So wants to get even, so wants retribution, so wants payback, so wants revenge. I want to say to you, the minute you take that hand, that's who's strengthening you. The minute you take that hand, you're sharing your heart with his heart. He's sharing his heart with your heart. His motives become your motives and your motives become his motives. And the minute you partner with that, you are going in a path that leads you away from life. Jesus stands on the other side. He just says there's a better way. I love that saying that nails didn't hold Jesus to the cross. He held himself there with love. He held out his hand. And his hands are held open wide. And he's saying to you, would you take my hand? There's a better way. There's a way where you don't have to get even. There's a way that you can walk in. There's a way where you can forgive. There's a way where you can love. There's a way where you can show kindness and compassion and set yourself free. That's what we're going to be talking about this month. And I hope this has whet your appetite to come back next week, really. To be honest, that's what I'm hoping. I hope this has whet your appetite that even this week, when somebody throws their bucket of yuck out on you, 
you're able to stop and say, hang on a second, whose hand am I going to hold in this situation? This morning, we're going to celebrate this whole concept. First of all, I'm going to invite up, I want to say goodbye to our online audience because this morning we're going to celebrate our baptisms. And so this is one of those sacred things that we do inside the house where we come together as a family and we celebrate like never before. So I want to bless our online audience. I want to tell you I love you guys and say goodbye and see you next week. And you- Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We hope you enjoyed the service. We are praying for you and we will see you next week.